This podcast is presented to you by Passion Church and their campus in Alexander City, Alabama. For more information, visit www.mypassion.church. of Jesus in our life. That's just a, a fact, you know. Uh, and, you know, uh, God, God built in by design, we have the right to question, okay? What we don't have the right to do is, is to doubt. Amen, is to enter into doubt. When uh, the very first thing God set order, uh, you know, in his world, he set order, uh, with the man and the woman in the garden. And uh, what did the devil do? He challenged the leadership. Uh, not Eve or, or uh, Adam directly, but God. God's, God's order and God's leadership. Amen. And, you know, uh, like I said, I thank God that, that God allows us to ask why and how and what and all that kind of stuff. Uh, you know, uh, but we don't want to, you know, we don't want to get over into uh, into doubt where God's goodness and His choices for our lives uh, are concerned. I found this through the years in following those that follow the Lord, and everybody's following someone. You know, uh, that's just how it is. Leaders are uh, learn to lead by being led. Amen. If you can't be led, you'll never be a leader. Um, but I've learned this, you know. Don't, don't, don't judge it at the uh, at the great chasm or the rocky crossing or, you know, in the middle of the storm. Uh, you know, you got to see where things come out. You got to stay with things. You got to stay with folks. Uh, praise the Lord. Anyhow, all right. Uh, That'll go a long way. Everybody stay with it. Stay at it. Go ahead and say it. Say stay with it. Stay at it. I'm going to tell you what patient persistence. There are prizes that uh, that will that they will uh, help you to possess that cannot be had any other way. You know the shortcuts, the quick fixes, the quick to quit stuff. You're going to miss out. The better stuff is reserved for those who patiently, through faith and patience, persevere and inherit and follow those who inherit the promises. Amen. All right, that was for free. It may not, you know, you can say it may not been for me. Well, praise the Lord. Amen. You know, something going to be here for you today. But anyway, want to so thankful uh, to the uh, all of the house. You know, it shows a maturity and a growth and. You know, uh, that's measurable. Uh, you know, it really it really is. And the one who measures that, uh, I believe he's pleased. So uh, also, um, this no Wednesday night services during the month of July. We found that July, uh, we used to try to do a lot of things in July. But July is the most uh, traveled and vacationed. Uh, month of the summer, and I, I feel like that, you know, uh, we try to be very sensitive to that. God, uh, there's there's a wonderful cycle and a rhythm of life, and, uh, um, you know, uh, we don't have to uh, always be forcing everything when we're trying to learn the unforced rhythms of God's grace. So, you know, uh, we will resume in August for those of you that are interested. I hope maybe that there'll be a little bit more interest uh, in things. I want to talk to you today. We're under the, uh, the thunder. That's what we call it. That's what the title that the Lord had given me of some prophetic words. This is number 8, 2018. I uh, always, uh, you know, we live by every word that, that streams from, that is coming from, the mouth of God. We don't just live natural lives, you know, uh, wake them up, you know, uh, gas up, you know, all that kind of stuff. Um, 
that's part of our existence, but only a part. You know, the purpose for us uh, being here is for God. Wow. We're from God, and we're here for God. And, and in, the, you know, in the greater schemes of things, every step, every breath, uh, every move, and every moment uh, should complement, not compete, but complement with the great purpose of God for our lives corporately, but also individually. So we learned that we live. Now, now you can live. Uh, remember God told uh, Adam, he said, the minute you eat of that tree, you're going to die. Well, the trick was, was that the devil got Eve to touch it. She didn't die. Okay. So he said, see, God lied to you. Now go on ahead and eat it. Well, no, they didn't die physically for 900-something years. 900-something years. Oh, but they did die spiritually. A separation from God. Amen. Um, so we can live a natural existence, you know, completely void of any acknowledgement or, or any uh, relationship whatsoever with God. People do all the time. Live the entire life separated from God and wind up in eternity separated from God. Now, now that's hell on earth and hell after earth. All right. Uh, but in relationship with God, acknowledging God, you know, friendship with God, partnership with God, walking with God, talking with God, moving uh, with God uh, is heaven on earth. And then heaven after earth. Amen. Life with God's a whole lot better than life without Him. Uh, but, but all of our interaction with God is, is through His Word. And we have His written Word to teach us how to hear His voice because God will speak to us from His Word. Many of you struggle with hearing God. Boy, we did a whole class, the whole first uh, part of this year on hearing the voice of God. Very poorly attended. Uh, you, you'll, you know, you'll do well to, uh, to have a master's degree, even a doctorate in hearing the voice of God. That will take you a lot further than all that other stuff. And I know that their life is full of other things, but, you know, I did a study over in Mark, the fourth chapter, and, you know, it's foundational to our understanding, and it says that when we put other things in front of him that we wind up with a zero. You know, so uh, I thank God for other things, but they will not compete. They have to complement. They have to be part of, of uh, the whole. They're not the whole. Well, anyhow, all right, can you, oh, thank you for your listening. Uh, let's turn over to John 17th chapter. Um, my job, and I take my job seriously. You know, sometimes, you know, you look silly in doing that. It seems silly. Uh, Paul called it the silliness of preaching. You know, that God had chosen uh, as to bring salvation. Um, but I, my primary oh, purpose what God has uh, called me to do is to prepare a people for him, for his purpose. Amen. So there's a two-way street here. We have, to, we have to understand that there's this tremendous, what is God doing? Well, he's preparing us. Uh, preparing us here and now for there and then. You know, uh, because it's not just about today. The world wants us to think it's just about today, and today's wonderful, but it's not just about today. This is a prayer of Jesus. Now, I, I, this is a power. You know, he didn't really, he wasn't really wasting words here. I mean, this is the this is the last time that they're going to be face to face. He and and uh, uh, men that had engaged with him uh, 
in an encounter and experience of three and a half years of day in, day out, I mean, hitting it and getting it, there was nothing else. It cost them something to be there. There was no other thing that competed with that. They were, uh, they were in training for ruling and reigning. And that's the prophetic word we're under. Number eight, training for ruling and reigning. It's an interesting, uh, uh, not just a thought, but it's a thread throughout uh, the entire Bible. That God's purpose for our lives. Jesus is summing some things up here. And these were recorded. They weren't just for them. They're for us as well. Remember he said, I, I'm, not, I'm not praying just for these guys that are here. But for all who will believe because they believe. Do you know there will be people that believe because you believe? And there will be people that don't believe because you didn't believe. Alright, now listen. Um, he says this, uh, uh, Maria, the message Bible, you know the message always goes from 20 to 23 and it, you know, it doesn't line for line, but somewhere around verse 21 or so it says this. Now, now this is Jesus saying, he says, the same glory you gave me, I gave them. So they'll be as unified and together as we are. I and them and you and me, then they'll be mature in this oneness. Now, I don't know about you, but it, it just, my mind cannot wrap around. Every time I, I you know, God, God is in the process of, of renewing our mind, you're, you're, you can be born again, and if you're not, let me tell you how. Uh, it's real simple. It's going to cost you everything. It's going to cost you you. I mean, it's not, it's not some kind of temporary, you know, Lord, help me. I, let's make a deal. I'll be good until you get me out of this. Then I don't need you. I'll call you if I do. See you in heaven. No, that's not it. See, you know, uh, it is, it, it is a, a, a prayer of devotion and a prayer of desperation at the same time. Accepting Jesus because we realize that he is the answer, period. There's no other way to be saved. No other name given. No other God uh, except him. Amen. And it's accepting what he did for us. It's not trying to do our own thing. It's not trying to be good enough. It's not trying to impress God. It is accepting what Jesus has done as a pure grace gift. And being that loved by God. Amen. You come as a nobody with nothing. And everything from that moment is from him. And so there's no problem giving him all the glory for it. Amen. And there's no sense trying to make your own pile when he gave you everything. Uh, my, My head is having trouble as God expands his definition of everything. Are you listening? You know, the, 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 the wider and the higher that gets, the deeper the hole I found that, 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 you know, that he found me in and pulled me out of and set my feet on this wonderful, large, wide open, wealthy, solid rock place of the Lordship of Jesus Christ, the grace and the goodness of Jesus. Amen. Now, now, The same glory you gave me, I gave them. Now listen, this has already been done. This was an agreement between the Father and the Son for the rest of the sons and daughters. He said, said, you gave it to me and I gave it to them. It's ours already to possess. Amen. The same glory. Everybody say the same glory. And the purpose of that, he goes, so that they'll be unified... They'll be unified and together as we are. I and them and you and me. Then they'll be mature in this oneness. Amen. Uh, we can, I can't preach all of that today. My, you know, I'm rocked back on my heels in wonder. I'm going to wonder about that for a while. But Jesus prayed it and declared it. How many of you believe that God answers Jesus' prayers? Amen. <laughs> well, then it's ours. Amen. All right. Now, Romans 5 and 17, I'm just going to read this to you out of the Living Bible. It says, But all who will take God's gift of forgiveness and acquittal are 
already are kings of life because of this one man, Jesus Christ. Much more they which receive, uh, this is another translation, much more, everybody say much more. They which receive abundance of grace and the gift of righteousness shall reign in life by one Christ Jesus. The Bible calls us joint heirs, calls us co-laborers with this Jesus who, who, is, who has been declared by God the Father king of the kingdom and king of kings. Well, I'm one of those kings and so are you. You know, whether we... Whether, whether we, that, we had nothing to do with that. He made us. That was the glory he gave us. He called us his own. You're not, you're not a second class anything when you're in the, fam, when you're in the family of the king. Amen. He had to send you the spirit of adoption to bear witness in your heart that it's a real deal. Are you listening? Yes, but you weren't adopted. You were born into. Yes. Amen. Your rightful, your rightful place is that you were, you were born of the will of God. Not of the will of man, but the will of God. He didn't take you in. Are you listening? He birthed you in. It's your birthright. Now you didn't do that. Amen. We live, in a, we live in a society of entitlement. Oh, are you listening? You know. Now listen to me. You know, uh, you know, I, you know I, don't, I didn't deserve it. I didn't earn it. But I'm going to take it by faith. I'm going to acknowledge it and receive it and live in the wonder and the awe and the gratitude and the thankfulness of it. He gave it to me. I'll never forget, I couldn't get it on my own. I, are you listening? Nothing I could do could ever produce it, but He gave it to me. And it's all, it was a gift. It will always be a gift. Hallelujah. Mm -mm. Now, we're... It's hard to acknowledge things like that. It has to be believed, though, to, in order to be received. Let's shift our believing to receiving. Many times in Christian you know, things, we're just believing. You know, and that's good enough. Well, I'm believing. You know, well, I'm believing to receive. <laughs> the end of my believing ought to be my receiving. Many people believe that Jesus is Lord, but receive Him as Lord and your life will change. Forever be changed. Amen. It's in the receiving, not just... It, there is a believing that ends in receiving. They need to shift it over to that side of the scale. It should not be satisfied with anything left but receiving. All right. I want to read some scripture to you uh, over here. Pastor Sandy's not here. She's my timekeeper, so. And now I'll guarantee you none of you can give me the look. But I, isn't that something when somebody can be that many miles away and still have control over you? That's I guess that's what they mean when the two shall be one. You can feel her scratching around on the inside of White Hill. You better keep time. Anyhow. <laughs> Isaiah 60. This, this scripture, this entire chapter is, is, uh, is a portion of scripture uh, that uh, the Lord gave Pastor Sandy in our, uh, as our life and ministry. I mean, this is one of those things that we're, we're living in the process uh, of this unfolding. Amen. It says, Get out of bed, Jerusalem. Wake up. Put your face in the sunlight. God's bright glory has risen for you. The whole earth is wrapped in darkness. All people sunk in deep darkness. But God rises on you. His sunrise glory breaks over you. Amen. Now, uh, uh, ruling and reigning uh, in life would be rising to the responsibility of the maturity that Jesus spoke of. He said, now, 
the glory you gave me, Father, I gave them. And I'm pr I want them to come into a place of oneness with us in operating in this glory. That this glory is a tangible, it's a real, it's an expressed, encountered, and experiential thing on the earth. I brought the kingdom. I showed them how it's done, how to live it, how to do it, how to be it, how to have it. And I want them to be it, do it, have it, live it in the same way. That's not too far-fetched, is it? Isn't that what Jesus said? Well, here in Isaiah, what's he saying? He said, I want you to rise to the responsibility of there is a light, which is an understanding. How many of you know that my um, uh, middle granddaughter uh, graduated uh, this uh, past week? That's where we were in Vermont. There are conversations that you can have this side of the line that you can't have the other side of the line and vice versa. After she had graduated, I asked her, I said, well, how does it, how does it seem to you now that you're graduated? Because I said, there's a shift, isn't it? She goes, yeah, there really is. Now, you could tell her that before, but in, when she crossed that line in, listen, in time, uh, you know, a set time for her life and experience and encounter, there's a different understanding that comes once you've graduated. Amen. Amen. Are you hearing? The, make progress in the process. Eventually there's a promotion. And, and this side of the promotion, see, uh, is not the same view or perspective or understanding you don't have the same light this side as you do the other side. So God's saying here, now listen, you need to understand your light has come and the glory. See, see, you know, all, uh, all along uh, God has always, before the foundations of the world, before there was a you, you were... He already had decided on you. He had decided that if you would have him, you would rule and reign with him. That glory, that glory that was his and Jesus was going to be given to you. It was already decided. Whether you ever had light, whether you ever got the light of that, whether the light of the gospel, uh, you know, ever shown that, there'll be people in hell. Utter darkness. It walked in darkness all their life. Listen, that it was not God's plan for that. Amen. It was God's plan for them to rule and reign in life. Yeah. Amen. And life is not ending when, when physical breath leaves our body. Our heart stops. Amen. We're, we're spirits who live forever. Yes. One place or the other. Yes. Amen. But anyway... Uh, there, light and understanding there's this sense of knowing. This I, I believe that a lot of times people skip church because they don't want to know. And, and if they don't know, see, if I don't show, I won't know. And if I don't know, I'm not responsible. Oh, no, sugar. It ain't work that way. <laughs> you Try that, go downtown, you know, go over to the restaurant, order your stuff and all that, and then get up and leave, and then they say, hey, you got to pay the bill. I say, I didn't know. I just thought you served food here. You came in, you ordered, I participated in the, in the process. Man, it sure was good. <laughs> They'll say, no, you're responsible for... The rest of the story, amen. Well, you know, when we stand in front of God, we're going we're gonna to realize that we were responsible not actually for what we did or, you know, on our own or didn't do. We're responsible for what he wanted us to do, what he purposed us to do, what he decided. He told Abraham, I have made you the father of many nations. 
Are you listening? Now, Abraham, Abraham had to rise to responsibility of... Now, listen, when God said that to him, it was revealed to him. God said, I've done this. And Abraham could have said, yeah, but look at me. He says, no, you need to take another look because I'm telling you what I've done. And you either believe that or, and, and you, you believe it and you get it or you doubt it and you do without it. Well, what if he had, what if he had not risen to the responsibility of that word that God had given him? Well, he wouldn't be the father of our faith, would he? But thank God he did. See, when light comes, we're responsible for that light. Amen. A lot of times people say, I don't know what God wants me to uh, do. Well, you know, I understand that statement. There is a wonderful process of discovery. All right? But you can't claim ignorance that you don't know what God wants you to do. At all. I don't have a clue. And I'm not going to get a clue. No. You know. That's. That's. You know. Uh, you're on the wrong road. You know. Especially as church folks. Hopefully we're not on the wrong road. You know. While I don't know what God wants me to do. Why don't you do something. You know. The, I can give you a few. Pray. Say in the word of God, take the training for ruling and reigning. Be at the church when the church doors are open. There really isn't anything that's more important. I know that, that we think there is, but, you know, there isn't. And, and you know, anyway, we'll look at that. Uh, responsibility, listen, the responsibility in response to God, to what God is doing, what God has said, to God's authority and the ability that he has invested in us. Remember Jesus told the disciples, he said, all power, you know we sang the, the song, all power is in your hands. Well, it absolutely is. He is the king of the kingdom. And he is ruling and reigning uh, in life. His, his problem is, is, that, is that, you know, he's got some partnerships here. You know, are you listening? You know, uh, now he could have done it all by himself, couldn't he? But he wouldn't have you. See, he's tied himself to you and I. He wasn't willing to do without you. He still isn't. He didn't want heaven without you. He doesn't want the kingdom without you. I mean, that's why he went to everything he went through. Is for you, to have you with him. But in this way, all right, not for you to just be whining, but to be winning. Not for you to just always be begging, but to be a believer. Not for you to, oh, God, get the devil off me. He says, stomp your foot, point your finger, say in the name, get. And I'll back you up. <laughs> anyway, all right. Uh, He's given us grace, He's given us light, and He's given us glory, and it's for ruling and reigning together. He's, he's called us friends, said He wouldn't hide anything He's doing from us. He has called us partners. He has gone so far as to make us sons and daughters. Now, the Bible says another place to whom much is given, much is required. Responsibility equates out to requirements. You really can't unhitch those two words. Responsibility, it automatically our thoughts should go towards what's the requirements. Because responsibility is fulfilling some requirements. Amen. Uh, biggest word in the Bible, if. And it precedes all the blessing of God. Now, it's not, now, now if God loved me, God loved you. Amen. That's unconditional. There's no if there. All right, but there is a if, if, you know, there is a if, do you love God, we'll obey Him, and the blessing will flow. <clears throat> if is for us, all right? Now, the requirement of ruling and reigning, the responsibility of ruling and reigning, and the requirement of ruling and reigning is simply training. It's just training, amen? Now, 1 Kings 2, I want to turn back uh, there. I've still got a few minutes. Just a few. 
You'll still get out early. Second king, uh, first kings. Now, this is one king. Speaking to another king. It's King David speaking to King Solomon. It's second king it's first Kings two. He said this uh, I'm about to go the way of all the earth, but you be strong. Well, you'll see that word over and over. There's nothing worse than a weak believer. Living in a weak, uh, a, a weakness of faith, a weakness of, of authority, a weakness of ability, when we have such a strong God, who 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 will strengthen us with His Word, who will make us strong. Amen. Make us strong. He'll always lift the heavy end of the stick, but you still got to put some oomph into your end. Amen. Over and over again, you'll hear the Lord say, "Be strong." Amen. There's a lot of peace that will come in your life through strength. Yes, yes. Adversity makes us strong. I said adversity. Adversaries will do more for you than friends. Foes will do more for you than friends. Anyway. Show what you're made of. And we do. We'll show what we're made of. The Bible says if you cave in in the day of adversity, it says there wasn't much to you. Amen. Sugar, we're living in a world of cupcakes. Okay? You put them out there on the sidewalk where the boss is mean to them. Life is hard on them. Circumstances, troubles come. They're going to melt like wax. Amen? Don't envy, the Bible says, the wicked man that has it all easy. David said, oh, he said, I looked at him. He no trouble, no this, no that. Listen. It's over the long haul. You'll be glad when it comes time to rule and reign and it comes time when God puts his, it says for you to put your foot on the neck of your enemies to go in and possess the land that you took the train in and you were made strong. You be a cupcake if you want to. But your day in the sun will be short. Sweet, but short. Amen. You don't want to be a puddle on the ground when the bad report comes. Are you listening? All right. Do what God tells you. My granddaughter, we took the older one and this one we took her to breakfast and Sands back there Sands a detailed person you know how girls are it's in the back seat Victoria 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 this and that and everything like that and uh, finally I just said Victoria I said I'm going to tell you one thing ask God always ask God honey, and then do what he tells you. And it'll all come out well for you. Why do you say that? Because one king said to another king, do what God tells you. Walk in the paths he shows you. Follow the life map absolutely. And we live in a world where there are no absolutes in the world. But I'm telling you in the world, in the word, God's right every time. There's no one smarter than God. There's no one greater than God. You can do what he tells you and trust it. Amen. Even if it don't look like you can trust him right now and that's being challenged, trust him anyway. Stay with him because it will absolutely come out right on the other side. Amen. Follow the life map absolutely. Keep an eye out for the signpost. His course for life set out in the revelation of my... 
I'm being interrupted. It's hard if I say this. I guess it is. Is the Lord saying it to me? I'm going to go ahead and say it to you, you know. He says, some of you need to get a little more absoluteness over your church. <laughs> you do with that whatever you want to. You know, listen, you're not getting no star for your attendance. I, you know, you, if you come up missing, you know, we love you, we pray for you, but the prayer is, is, that you, is that you won't miss out. Because if you keep missing out, there's going to come someday when the opportunity is there and you're not prepared at all, you're not trained, you, you, the, you'll come and you're too weak to take advantage of it. You won't rise to the responsibility of what's required. All right, now, is this okay? Yeah. I mean, you know, you know, little Isaac, he, he, he gets some other kind of training. Anyway, uh, he says uh, something about, you know, don't want to be married because he don't want to get divorced. Don't want to do this or that because what will people think of him? Don't want to... Uh, don't want to try because he might lose. I told him, look here. We're White Hills. You understand? And White Hills are in it to win it. We don't lose. We're not in it to lose. We don't get married to get divorced. We don't we don't, we're not doing it for what people think or don't think about it. And we're not expecting to lose. We're White Hills. You understand? We're in it to win it. And we stay in it and after it and at it till we do win. Period. Amen. You, you, will, you will meditate on these words day and night. Set them in front of your eyes. You will write them on your... You'll look up from washing dishes in the sink and see a plaque that says, I know the plans that I have for you. They are good and not evil. They are to bring you a hope and give you an expected end. Everywhere I turn in my house, my woman has put the Word of God everywhere. You can't wash your hands without seeing the Word written. And you'll look at it day in and day out. It'll be as a frontlet before your eyes. And you will talk about it when you sit down and when you rise up and dream about it while you're still in your bed. And your children will have a witness in this world that you live for God and you are absolutely in it to win it. And when the opportunity comes, you're not a wimp or a weak thing worrying about what anybody's going to think. This is who we are and this is what we do. And you're willing to correct the course. No. To the devil and yes to God. Now if you just want to be religious, there's plenty of corners you can camp yourself in. If you want to get out at 12 o'clock on the dot, there's plenty of places that the, the door will hit you where it needs to hit you on the way out. But if you want to rule and reign in this life, if you want to laugh in the face of adversity, if you want to live long and strong and put your neck on the devil, that little boy told me he's going to, he goes, I'm not going to give a long time. I said, what you said? A hundred and twenty years. Don't you never talk like that in front of me. No. Come on now. You raise a child in the way that they should go. And I'm telling you sometimes in this dividedness where a, where a sometime a daddy got to be against a daughter, a, a mama got to be against a son. Sometimes the dividing line of that sword, are you listening, is you got to say, no, that's not right. It's not true. Anyhow, do what God tells you. Walk in the paths he shows you. Now listen, it says his course for life set out in the revelation to Moses. What's he talking about? This book. This is the road map. This is, includes all the signposts. 
This is how God has interpreted life in the kingdom and life outside of the kingdom. So you will know the difference. He so much as said so. He said the course set for light tomorrow. Then you'll get on well in whatever you do and wherever you go. You're supposed to, things are supposed to be well with us. You look around and only goodness and mercy. I'm not dogged by the devil. I'm dogging the devil. He ain't behind me going to clip me from behind. Are you listening? I'm not holding down nothing. I'm taking territory. That sword is, he's on the end of this sword. You understand? I'm not waiting around leisurely for him to come and attack me and take what little I have. I'm taking more. That's what more and better is about. Not going back. Dear God, some of you hoping in September what you left in May, you'll still be there when you get home. Because <laughs> I, 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 I've heard it so many times. I need a break. Oh, you're going to get a break? All right, sure. You're going to get a break. You're probably going to get broke up real good before it's all said and done. Amen? I don't need a break. I want, that, I want that coming to me from the devil on the end of what I'm doing to him. I need a break. You ain't getting no break, Jack, because I'm not taking a break. Oh, now it's summertime. I'm glad you said that. Now, hold on just a second. I, I realize that it's actually, what day is this? June, 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 June something. <clears throat> this same Solomon, son of of king, as king, asked for this. The first thing he asked for. <clears throat> he said, here's what I want. God came to him and said, what do you want? See, as a joint heir, God has said, tell me what you want. It's not about what you need. God's not interested in meeting your need. Are right, you listening? That's already taken care of. This planet's full of the necessities of life in abundance, super abundance. Amen? It's about what you want. The king's not concerned every day, you know, with kings are not concerned with whether they got enough. They got more than enough. And if they don't have enough, they go take more territory and get enough. Amen? Amen. Taking territory will take care of that. All right. It's always been about desire. God's desire and ours. Amen. Now, he said, God said, ask me what you want. And Solomon said, here's what I want. Give me a God-listening heart. Boy, I pray that over my life. I pray that over your life. A hungry, thirsty, God-listening heart. You know, I was just in a place. I came from a place. I pastored a church in a place. Hard to hear in a godless place where there's less of God. You know why there's less of God in anybody's life, in any place? Because people don't want more. Amen. <clears throat> he said, I need a God-listening heart so I can lead your people well. What he's saying, so I can rule and reign well, discerning the difference between good and evil. For who on their own is capable of leading your glorious people? Now listen. Uh, you know, uh, none of us on our own are capable of anything good. We're not capable of the kingdom on our own, in our own strength. See? So he said this. David had taught him well in this, over and over. Read the entire Proverbs. It's full of it. He said, when I was a child on my father's knee, on my mother's knee, they taught me this. They put this in this young man. When, when you have the opportunity, this is what you need to ask for. The Bible says, at God the Master was delighted in Solomon's response. What ha- Listen, he's rising to the responsibility. And, ha- and he's doing that in humility. He's saying, I can't do this on my own. I got to have you. I, I want to rule and reign, uh, you know, uh, in line with you. See, 
you'll be better at ruling and reigning if you're ruled and reigned by God. If you let Jesus rule and reign as king in your life. Amen? I'm losing some of you because you can watch a two-hour movie. It's hard to sit in church. He just goes on and on. Well, if you will train towards the Word of God, are you listening? If you'll eat a little more protein and, 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 and good stuff, you won't crave that junk. You, 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 you won't, you'll be happy and it won't have to be artificial. You won't have to be entertained. You'll be enthused. Amen. The Word of God. Will do for will will do for you, you know. Uh, you know, I'm all for all this other stuff, but I'm telling you, the Bible says a fool just feeds on junk, 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 junk. Amen. You'll talk to him, you know. Yeah, that reminds me of the movie, you know, where where where. Oh, what was it? Some kind of fantasy. Somebody had it. It wasn't any kind of reality at all. But you know, that reminds me of that. That applies here. It's like, no, it don't, fool. It don't apply at all. Only reason, mind you, that's devil's trying to run the interference. I'm trying to get truth into you and wisdom, and you're just stuck on foolishness because you fed on that stuff. Amen. Some of you wonder why your life is all mixed up. Stop mixing it up with the world. Get a little more word flowing in there, and you won't be drinking out of a mud puddle. This is really strong. You know, Pastor would have already looked four times, and I go on. Let's finish, all right? This same psalm, and now listen. It's, uh, he said this, as king, he said this uh, down in Proverbs 6 and uh, 6. Can we go there right quick? I've got 60 seconds. You'll be out at 1130, beat all the Baptists. I was one. I got born again. Southern Baptist. Hallelujah. I can show you my baptismal certificate. Take you to the church. It's Baptist waters they baptized me in. Amen. Baptist born, Baptist, Baptist bred, Baptist living, Baptist dead. Good Methodist boy got sprinkled. <laughs> but the Baptists knew what to do with me when they got me. Amen. Told me I was going to hell. If I wanted to go to heaven, I need to believe on the name of Jesus and be baptized. Amen. You should be baptized. Glory be to God. I had a cousin, he's going over in the mission field as a businessman, actually. It's a wonderful thing. He's a Methodist. We're all brought up Methodist. And uh, he's almost 60 years old. And uh, uh, one, of the, uh, uh, one of his workers uh, that, uh, um, that he hired over there looked at him. He's a pastor uh, as well. And he told me, he said, you, he goes, you must believe. And he goes, you must be baptized. He said, I've never been baptized. We, you don't, we were sprinkled. Dedicated, God was sprinkled. Sprinkle, sprinkle, sprinkle. Amen. You know. I didn't know. At least I was something. <laughs> but he said, you know, he goes, it got next to me. He goes, I, my first thought was, you know, I, I'm your boss. I ought to fire you. And it's something. He went to this man's church. And uh, he said, of course, they interpret. And he goes, it's never the same through an interpreter. But he said, he, he said that he knew that God had sent me. Here's this Methodist boy, almost 60 years old. Never been baptized. Being challenged. Challenged to say yes and go further with God. He said, man, it hit me. He said, because I had never thought of, he'd been going to 
continued for 34 years. Met his wife there in the Peace Corps. These are believers. Jesus has saved me. Always honoring God. He said, it never occurred to me. I just thought it was me. And I'm telling you, you could, at that table, a little town, nowhere at all, man being called by God. Called by God. Heard God calling. Never too late. Have a listening heart. Know the difference between you and Him. Amen. A lot of stuff we might just think it's us, but I'm going to tell you what, God's all up in it. God's calling people right now in this house today. Step up, step out. Don't look back. Throw in big with God. Proverbs 6 chapter, and i got to end this in a hurry. You know, I, you know, it's your fault. I haven't preached in two weeks, so I'm going to try. <laughs> Forgive me for this next statement. I'm not calling you this. I'm just reading the scriptures. It says, you lazy fool. Let's skip over that part. Look at an ant. Watch it closely. Let it teach you a thing or two. Nobody has to tell it what to do. All summer it stores up food at harvest. It stockpiles provisions. So how long are you going to laze around doing nothing? How long before you get out of bed and nap here, a nap there, a day off here, a day off there, sit back, take it easy, do You know what comes next, just this. You can look forward to a dirt poor life, poverty, your permanent house guest. We could translate that. There ain't going to be no ruling and reigning. Now listen, in the bigger picture of this, this is an example of, this is advice from a king to kings. All right, from one who's ruling and reigning in life uh, to help us to grasp how this is done. And, and now listen, I grab a hold of this. He says, be wise. Be wise. Let it, whatever it is, okay? You know, uh, the signpost, the roadmap, the, the things that God puts in your life. Let it teach you a thing to do. Take the training. It's all training for ruling and reign. And this is a picture of preparation. This, the entire thing is is a picture of preparation and training. It's specific though. He couches it in summertime. It's summer. Yeah. Now, I know that the culture and the way of the world and all that is, is concerned. I'm for vacations. We just came back from uh, one. All of that. We need that. We need to pray. We need to work. We need to rest. Alright? Okay? Uh, there's a balance in life. But here, you know, uh, here he's, he's saying something. And Vermont was a big reminder to me. You know, for us, when growing up on a farm, when we got out in the summertime, you know, we didn't go to camp. We had a winter we were working against. Our entire livelihood depended on, you know, and that was the summer that, you know, maybe this summer I'm going to drive the tractor. Maybe this year, uh, maybe this year, a greater responsibility is going to be given to me. But we all accepted that as part of the family. Amen. There, there, now listen, he's couching this within the 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 season of summer. He's saying use this season in preparation for the next season, because the season will shift, and we will be prepared, or we will not be prepared. Yeah, I think, you know, I mean, we still got to go fishing and, you know, we had fun and different stuff like that. But it was, we, there was this understanding couched within this season, there is a provision. And we have got to advantage that. Or we will come to a time and a place, are you listening? And the opportunity to succeed or the opportunity to fail will be 
one way or the other for us, depending on what our preparation was. Amen. Have you ever learned this about God? That God sometimes just says, ready or not, here I come. Because he had already provided the readiness, the opportunity for readiness for a long, long time. And then the, here it came. Have you ever faced anything unprepared? And it passed you by. I remember one time I was telling Kyle. I said there was one day, right down here in this little shed down here. Uh, uh, I, I like to horse trade around and leverage and, you know, I mean all that kind of stuff. Well, somebody had some rabbit cages, and I was fooling with rabbits and stuff then. Had a pile of them, uh, $300. I could not come up with $300. And it bothered me to no end that I was in a position that I did not have that because I could have leveraged that four or five times. And, you know, and it was a life lesson for me. God let me face that, that thing. Well, were you any less for it? What did it hurt? Well, you know. I missed that deal. And it was just a little deal. But God says, you keep being unfaithful in the little, there's going to come bigger deals and you're going to miss yeah. them too. You won't even have sense enough to realize you're missing Amen. them. Amen. Sometimes sit right there and the altar call is given, you know, and you can come up and get your healing, get your deliverance, That's get right. a word from God, Amen. you know, encounter God and experience God and sit right there thinking about, you know, a baloney sandwich and out the door you go. <laughs> and, and listen, out the door you go. And, you know, and now it's never immediate because the devil doesn't want you to get the picture that words and works are tied closely together. See, he got to delay the consequences of the choice, and then years later, here you come, you know, and what you should have had right there. When you got to here, and the answer that you would have got there, you, you got nothing but a question. Why, God? Why is this happening to me? You know, one time being in Montgomery, I had $100 in my pocket, and we were at a special meeting. This is for somebody. <laughs> then we're done. And I wanted this fiddle. Man, I wanted this fiddle. And uh, uh, we're down in Montgomery, and, and Ed Dufresne was there, prophet of God. Tremendously anointed, powerful man of God. God said, give that $100. I said, God, I want that fiddle. <laughs> I'm not giving Ed Dufresne. Ed Dufresne got a plane. I just want a little fiddle, you understand? He don't need this $100. I want that fiddle. God said, you know, I didn't have to give it. And uh, uh, I got the fiddle. The meeting closed. We went back home. I got the fiddle. That's the worst fiddle. That thing. <laughs> It sounded bad. It played bad. It, and besides that, I knew I disobeyed God. It was the worst. I had missed God. And I, and I mean, that thing, every time I picked it up, it squawked like, you know, you fool. You don't miss God. You should have gave that. $100. Ed Dufresne. Years. Listen, years. Years. Sin and I were on a road trip. We're going from one end of the nation to the other. We're going to Oceanside, California. This country boy wants to stick his foot in the Pacific Ocean. And we happen to go by, uh, right on the road is, I think it's called uh, 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 Moretta or something like that, where Ed Dufresne's church is. His wife pastors the church. Sam goes, isn't this where Ed Dufresne's wife pastors? Said, yeah, we stayed the night there. Went to church on Sunday, and uh, she preached. It was wonderful. And she, uh, and she, uh, she said that she said I got a surprise call. The prophet of God, Ed Dufresne, is going to be here this evening. 
Well, we got really nowhere to go, anything to do, but we thought we did. So we, we ch had checked out of the hotel, went to the service. She made that announcement. And, you know, I said, well, that would be nice, but, you know, we're on our way back. We're going to go to Alabama, da da, da get, got to get home, da-da-da-da-da. And so we get driving down the road, and I'm telling you what, I looked at Sandy, I said, we need to turn around. She said, I was thinking the same thing. I said, we need to be in that meeting with Ed Dufresne. She said, I was thinking the same thing. So we went back, had got, you know, the good room was gone, so we got a little rat hole of a place. But anyway, we went in, got the thing, and the Lord said, now, I don't want you to give 100. He told me the amount, it was a little bit more than that. But anyway, he allowed me to redeem myself. Amen. Now, what was that all about? Now, listen. You, you give a prophet, a, 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 you know, you'll get a prophet's reward. I honestly cannot tell you specifically, all right? I really can't. Other than that, I learned a lesson. Obey God. Whatever he tells you to do, obey him. Are you listening? And, uh, well, I will tell you one thing that happened now. I, I, I did get me a nice fiddle. Uh, not just any fiddle, number 12 of 100 that were made, Charlie Daniels' signature uh, thing. Now, uh, somebody like me ain't got no business with something that nice. So God got me obedience to Ed Dufresne and the fiddle. Thank you, Lord. I've been all these years, didn't know what in the world was. But now listen, honestly, listen, obey, God, obeying God when he says to do it. God wants obedience out of us. Amen? Amen? having no overseer God, no one standing over you, making you do things. Are you listening? Be led by God. Be, be sensitive to what God's doing. Hey, you know, listen, some of you God's told, boy, I'm having to be bold today. Just, you know, maybe because Pastor Sandy ain't here. I don't <laughs> Jesus, you're going to be responsible because she's going to listen to this. Some of you have missed God. Some of you have not done what God has told you to do. Some of you have, have treated that as a light thing. And I'm telling you what, God's going to give you a, a... You have given me second chance. Don't think that these... It's all these little dealings. All these little doings are not doings. See? that are training for this ruling and reigning. Because I'm going to tell you, well, you you're going to come into some places where God doesn't need you to question him. He needs you to do it. We'll just, do it. just obey me. Yeah. I don't need you to overthink this. I need you to do what I tell you to do, and I want you to do it now. Yeah. And he knows that there's, that there's an immediate response, a rising to that responsibility. Yeah. Amen. This makes sense to you? You don't want to come to the time and the place that God has prepared for you. We are in this transition year of from and to. And I'll tell you where we're going to is not going to compare look anything like where you came from. And you're going to wind up in the place and the grace of ruling and reigning. And you're going to be ready or not ready. But I'm telling you, here it comes. Are you listening? And it's your responsibility. See, see, we need to... You, you've got to get a handle on you because we've got to get just you off your mind. All your prayers can't be about you and your problems and your trouble. That's a distraction. I'll tell you one of the quickest ways uh, to manifest healing, deliverance, all of that. Don't make it about you. Say, Lord, you take care, care of all that. I'm a, what, what you want me to do? I'm going to swing my sword on behalf of something else. We're going we're gonna, to we're gonna do, do kingdom business. And I thank you for, I got to be long, I got to have my strength, I got to have all of that. I'm serious. I'm serious. That's the honest God truth. Amen. See, see some of you praying about money, 
your money and all that other kind of stuff. The quickest way for you to get out of money trouble is to start giving somebody. Amen. And I'm going to tell you what. Now, here's, your, here's some of your problem. You invest in poor people. And poor people are, can be invested in any time, but they're not the invest investment. Don't go looking for a need. Are you listening? Where that is concerned and to make yourself feel good that you met that need. Oh, no, God used me. Yeah, but it was still you. Amen. I, I, I give. To, now, listen, I'll give against all of that kind of stuff, but the majority of my giving is to successful people. People that know more about God than I do, that have a different level of grace and measure in their life. Why? Because I need that because I can be more help to these folks who don't got nothing. You got to take from those that got in order to give to those that don't got nothing. But I'm not going to give all of it to those that got nothing because all I'm going to do is get paid back from the Lord. We're all still at the same level. I'm lending to the Lord. Are you listening? But God don't want you just spotting Him two bucks all the time. He said, I want you to invest and for you to increase. And he said, let's get out of here. We can be more help to them. He goes, you've got these here anytime. You've got all these needs pressing on you anytime you want. You can give to that anytime you want. Are you listening? But the thing of it is, in order to give even better and more, you've got to invest and increase. I'm helping two, three of you. Anyhow, it, uh, whatever. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Thanks for listening to today's podcast. We hope you've enjoyed it and pray that you are blessed by God's word. For more information about Passion Church, visit www.mypassion.church.